brother, brothers. Oh, yeah! It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a... It doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See? I just didn't stand! You just made the list! Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome into WWE on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston, and we have a little bit of an empty studio today. I am featuring my one co-host tonight, the former WWEGL champion, gimmick killer, Cooper Prater. One of these days, I will retain uh, or <laughs> regain what is truly mine from our fraudulent champion, Alex Houston. Not even showing up, making, missing the towns, man. He, Think, he thinks towns. he's on the Tribal Chief setup? Come on. Come on now. Hey, he the might Tribal Chief setup is not for anybody other than the Tribal Chief, famously. Next, well, and Brock. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, next week, actually, we have Rumble predictions, so he could not have the belt for much longer. That, that's true. That's true. <laughs> First defense and drops it. He's a transitional yeah, champion. Yeah, he's got a 1 in 30 chance. The longest reigning transitional <laughs> champion of all time. Yeah. Has not defended it in like 60 days or whatever. Truly, he, this generation, Stan Stasiak. He is doing the Roman run right there. But we are back with another... It was weird because we talked about so much stuff. <laughs> it was a big last episode, week. Yeah. It was a big episode that I'm like, my brain is kind of mushed still from last week or all the stuff we talked about. But it was a good week of wrestling. A really good AW Homecoming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sure WWE did some stuff. I'm sure. I did not watch it. <laughs> I did not. I don't know. Well, I know they they hindered the gender and Tony Khan got all his. You know, uh, we we had a bunch of Twitter beef with Hook I'm, versus. Jinder Mahal for some reason. I'm so tired <laughs> all the time. Um, yeah, the I don't know. There's nothing interesting to say about it. I don't. I don't yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking but. now. Oh well, I know one thing. That we uh, we wish a speedy recovery for Corey Jade. Oh, I heard ACL. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, that sucks to hear. Uh, she was just like just came back like a couple months ago, right? Yep. Yeah. Also, wait. Authors of, did we talk about Authors of Pain? They, she had come back like literally like a month or two ago. It had not been long. Yeah. Um, I don't think we talked about Authors of Pain last episode, at least. No, at least. And they just came back with Paul Ellering. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. They've been signed for like a, a, a year. long time. <laughs> They've yeah. been signed for forever. and didn't. I mean, that's what kind of happened with Chelsea, too, because they signed a couple. And I think that's kind of what happened to Eric Young before Vince came back and Eric's like, yo. Let me out. Yeah. Let me out. For sure. Um, but because Chelsea was signed for like three or four months before returning in the Rumble. And I guess they just had nothing. I would assume they were probably signed around the same time. Because, I mean, like, I remember they started that. Then they started that promotion in the U.K. And they were also in, like, CYN. Yeah, and, and they scammed sudden, a bunch of people. They scammed yeah. a bunch of people and then just, like, didn't show. They are like, oh, we're going to get signed again. And you never heard anything about it for, like, a year. Yep. And all of a sudden they just pop back up. Yeah. Um, truly only hiring the best is, is the <laughs> WWE. Um, oh, you know what we do have to talk about for WWE? Oba Femi. Your oh, new I did, I did North check American this. champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the big meatiest men smacking meat. So here, here's a funny story about this. Is that I was over at my parents' place okay. uh, over the week. And they were just flipping channels uh, as uh, they want to do. Mm-hmm. And so they stopped uh, for a, a couple of minutes on the USA Network. Uh, on a on a Tuesday night, uh, and so NXT is on, and as it is, <laughs> and what is the first segment that my parents uh watch on on this NXT programming? The the show that I have told them before that I think was the greatest wrestling show ever 
created. Um, Can I guess? Take a wild guess. It's Tiffany Stratton. You are correct, my Bar- good sir. I didn't even watch it. I just heard it was bad. The Green Acres, uh, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton, and what's her name? Fallon, uh, Fallon Henley. Fallon Henley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Segment. Um, Which Tiffany's great is what's sad about this. She's like actually a pretty good wrestler. Yeah, yeah, she's a good wrestler. I've seen I've seen at least one of her matches in the, the ring. The Becky good. Lynch, the Becky one. Lynch one. Um, and she she was pretty good in that. Um, I, I'm sure that she'll you know have a, a long and fruitful career is what I hope for. But man, oh man, it will not be helped if there are more things like that in, in the horizon. <laughs> um, what did your parents say? Uh, just kind of. They were, I don't know, they they seemed bemused by it. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, like, you know, they weren't, the 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 bar was not high. Was uh, I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch this because I saw that it was terrible, but I never actually went and watched it. You don't need to. Like most you're people, not, um, but Obafemi. So that was the thing is that, uh, so we, they watched that segment and they were like, oh, okay. And so then we we changed the channels and, and then didn't <laughs> watch the, the most gigantic uh, megastar that I've ever seen in my life in Obafemi uh, win the he NXT North League. American Championship. Yeah, I like him holding the title, but I don't think a cash-in win over Dragon... It, it's splitting hairs. Here's the thing. I love Dragon Lee, but also, like, when you have Obafemi just, like, crushing dudes, I feel like him just calling his shot against the guy or something like that would be crazy. You know, I feel like he's, like, someone that you can do, like, a Goldberg-type push. But at the same time, I don't want to do that. Uh, with the breakout tournament thing, it's not like a Money in the Bank where he... Like, Apparently it is. To, oh, okay. Because that's how he won it. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, I know that you can... You are granted an opportunity after you win it. Mm-hmm. But is it, like, a like run-in, like, run in, in the middle of the match? You, oh, okay. I don't think you can... I don't know if it's middle of the match, but I know you get a title shot. So, basically, what happened is it was... I think Waller, um, or whoever it was, who it may have been Waller versus Dragon Lee, um, but oh, it was Lex. It was Lexus. King. I was about to say, didn't it was Waller get his call up? Yeah, yeah, no. Well, Waller came back down to NXT last week to face Carmelo okay. after the SmackDown thing. I don't like all this crossover. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it doesn't. Even though they got a call, up, it doesn't really matter when they're in the NXT zone, brother. Come on, now. <laughs> right? Um, but um, it was. Lexus King versus Dragon Lee. And Dragon Lee beats Lexus King in the main event. Oh, that's right, because I saw this clip from the the Lexus King tried <laughs> to do some kind of sequence that I'm sure that he thought in his head looked really, really cool. And, <laughs> and just was moved like molasses. Lexus like King is time. just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> truly, truly. Um, and Owafemi came out after that match and just destroyed Dragon Lee and won the title. And he had like the, he had the Akuma beads around his neck. Yeah, yeah, he looks and amazing. And when he when he pulled them off, all his like his dreads fell out. So it was like his hair was just ever it was crazy. He was looking like a that dude, I want to see him versus Walter one day. Especially yeah. if he if he can like he's a, he's a decent wrestler now and he's especially for like a big guy, you just need to move fast and look good. Like you don't really need to be like the hugest ring technician. Yeah. But like if he could become like a really solid wrestler, imagine him ver- like him versus Drew. Yeah. Big meaty mince back and meat match. Absolutely. You know he, you know where like he was the first like nil guy to win a championship. Is that no uh, breaker, right? Breaker's not nil. Really? No. I thought like no. that or that whole like first crop of like no breaker 2.0 was guys. breaker was signed by that point, or he wasn't he was he was already at college I think. Huh. Okay. He's the first. You know what college he was at? Uh oh, 
Um, I knew this because it was relevant <laughs> to to where we are. I think. Um, it is relevant to where we are. I we're, forget we're college, the Auburn University. Yeah, I forget. It's Alabama. He was in Alabama. He was That's the right. he was the shot put guy, I think, for Alabama, which is crazy because you know. Yeah. Gary uh, was also you know. Yeah, um, that's funny. Work. But, yeah, that was the only thing I think of note that happened. In the and then, obviously, the whole Jinder Mahal thing. Hey, I'll say, I'll say this about uh, Obafemi. Um, the the guy, I think, I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how he progresses from an in-ring standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that I kind of judge a lot of these NXT guys – that are like not pre-established indie wrestlers, like like a Tyler Bate or a, a Dragonov or a Dragon Lee or whatever, um, is based purely on like um, camera charisma, mm-hmm. um, and in terms of that, he's off the charts. Oh, like, he has it. That um, he's a decent. He's not like a. I was saying amazing pro, but like he can do the job. Like he's not someone that I can't talk about. The only promo work I've ever seen from him was after this, and uh, he was like with it, where he. He just like, you know, is you know, wild eyed, and and the yeah. interviewer asks him, you know, uh, what are your plans for your chat for your title reign, and he just says domination, and then he leaves, and like so, I think like, uh, you know, it's short and sweet, but I mean, you know, that's all you need for really. that for that guy. I don't I don't think he he needs to be you know like a a Bray Wyatt level like promo no, or anything. He doesn't. You know, so um, I I I. If I was a betting man, I would uh, put my money behind the the Obafemi business. The stocks are rising. If I could buy Obafemi stocks, yeah, a dude is mogged out of his mind. He is <laughs> massive. Sure. Like yeah. he might be the most massive man I've seen. Like from like and that can move like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, he just looks like he could basically pick anybody up and just body slam them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But with that being said, the only other thing I think of note in WWE is Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is back. Oh um, yeah, yeah. We, I didn't watch any of them. We matches. saw we, uh, me and my parents saw a little bit of that too. Uh, we saw I think the like Gallus and uh, uh, Braun Breaker, and, Breaker and, Baron and, and Corbin match. Which yeah. is I haven't uh, as the resident NXT Mark. I have not been paying attention to NXT like even pre deadline really. Like because I just like it's Christmas, right. it's the holiday season. They're getting back into it, and it's kind of like there hasn't been like much. I'm like oh I need to go other than like the Joaquin Wild like crazy stage dive that they did. Where like they boosted him off the ropes and he looked like he looked like flew through the air. You oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was great. There's always like a gifable moment on every NXT, and then every, the rest of the show sucks. So there's one moment where you're like, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But as he said, that's there's your WWE talk. I don't think there was anything other than like the whole gender. Um, and for I mean, some reason, we can so- we can talk about. There's interesting stuff to be said about the gender thing. Yeah. Um. If you want to get into it. It's your choice. I know if we get into the gender thing, then we have to, oh, my goodness. Next week, Cody Rhodes and CM Punk meet face-to-face. WWE just tweeted. Oh, and great. And Cody and Drew had a segment today. My, my two favorite guys. Your two uh, favorite. The greatest <laughs> <Yeah>. politickers. <laughs> the greatest liars I have ever met. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> speaking of CM Punk, well, no, we're not going to talk about this right now. We, if you've watched wrestling this week, you know exactly what we're going to mention. Speaking of CM Punk, we're we're about done with this segment. I want to save some time for a returning superstar um, when we get back. <laughs> so we're going to go to another quick PSA break, but we will be back after these brief messages. Welcome back to WWGL Weekly ninety one point one FM. It has been a wild wrestling weekend. We um week in general. 
long. Well, not. It's been an interesting. I would say from outside of WWE, AEW wrestling weekend. Very much with. You better cross the line, brother. Oh boy. TNA, TNA. We're back. They got the beautiful belts. The belts look amazing. A pretty good first show back, I would say. What do you think? Yes. You uh, watched it all the way through. So. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. It was super, super fun. Um, are we going to Are we gonna actually start watching TNA on the, on the... Yeah, No, no. We, that's, we can that's... do one. How, we agreed to watch the highlights, at least, of TNA this week and talk about it next week. And we will see if we watch TNA ever again. For the, for the first uh, tapings? Yeah. For the first tapings. I mean, Okada's going to be on it. Osprey's there. Osprey's there. Who's yeah. he, who's Osprey wrestling? Uh, Josh Alexander, Walking Weapon. Oh, again, yeah, they were doing that rematch. Hammerstone versus Alexander. How was that? Oh, that that was a fun match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, are we are we gonna go full into? We'll go full into the kill review. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, great. So, um, as the <laughs> the resident uh, <laughs> TNA mark here, TNA, TNA. Uh, as the only person in uh, WWEGL who attended an Impact Wrestling that thing, is true uh, in Orlando, Florida. Um, uh, I am I am overly qualified to talk about the return of TNA. I, I actually had uh, this is, is I was such a TNA mark for like a brief little time when I was like I don't know twelve maybe. <laughs> like I asked my parents to get me the toy version of the six sided ring. ring. Oh my! It was so cool. Um, and I had like a little Shark Boy yeah. figure, dude. It was so cool. Um, shark Boy with the Hulk hands with New Jack, bro. Come on, absolutely, man. absolutely. Um, so the uh, the I watched the pre-show uh, because I'm that devoted, <laughs> um, which was fun. It was a, a fun little uh, kind of show before the show. Joe Hendry. Uh, yes, we got the fantastic. Uh, Joe Hendry and AJ Francis and DJ Who Kid. Who Kid, well. yeah. Uh, Who Kid? Making Stop his, the video. his glorious return to, to the wrestling world after All In. Um, so, but uh, up first on the pre show was uh, a, a pretty decent match. Steve Macklin uh, beat Rich Swan, a battle of former world champions. Macklin, I believe, just made his return back after being Injured, on I think. the shelf for a little while. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I, I, I dug his title reign. I think he's a good, like, you know, kind of main event scene guy if, if you want him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand putting him in this spot though. Uh, you know, especially if he's just fresh from injury. Um, but both guys kind of made the best of it. Rich Swan had some great, uh, flash funk inspired. Okay. Gear. That's what it was. I saw like the jumpsuit and I was like, that's yeah. crazy. It was, it was very, uh, yeah. Mid nineties, too cold, st- uh, Scorpio. Yeah. Um, so that it was fun, uh, but you know, not any, like a match of the year segment or anything. Um, then we had the this new faction uh, that has uh, popped up on the scene. Apparently, they've been teaming together for a little while, but they just like debuted the name of yeah. it uh, recently. The system, <laughs> which I uh, okay, whatever. But they um, also have D'Angelo. Is it Russell? D'Angelo Williams. Williams, the running back who did wrestle in TNA like a while ago and was like yeah. great. He was really, really good, yeah. I remember that time. He, he was doing something with like Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and he wrestled, I think he was Moose's tag team partner, wasn't he? Yeah. Back I then so. and then. Because I was right when Moose was like first getting there and was pretty hot, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, but so the, the system comprising of D'Angelo Williams now and uh, also uh, the guys that were in this match, Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers, 
um, defeated the the TNA originals, uh, Frankie. Frankie Kazarian and Eric Young. Oh yeah. Um, once again, pretty fun. I did not know that Eric Young now comes out with a doctor with a Doctor Doom mask. Um, I didn't see entrance. that. What? Yeah, it's like full on. Like okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so TNA should pay to get MF Doom as Eric Young's entrance. <laughs> yeah, all caps. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, that it was a uh, is you know um, none of these guys particularly do much for me at, at this stage in their mm-hmm. careers. Um, uh, particularly you know Eddie Edwards. We were we were talking about it a, a little yeah. bit before the show. Um, but uh, you know you love to see some uh, guys who were there from the very beginning get some love. Well, I'll say this about Eddie Edwards. When I watched TNA, which it was Impact, I was never like, I never actually saw like, I mean, I went back obviously and watched some of the TNA stuff. But like, when I actually like paid attention to Impact Wrestling, it was like around, again, I got in really like, okay, this is when the wrestling bug just like snapped its little fingers around uh-huh. me. Was like AJ Styles, Nakamura, Wrestle Kingdom, and when Cody left. So that's why like a big, Cody's like a big deal for me. So like, yeah. I was watching Impact around that time. And when, Eddie Edwards beat Bobby Lashley for the belt when Bobby oh, Lashley yeah. was doing the belt collector gimmick. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I was a big Eddie Edwards with Mark now. Nowadays, not really. I'm not a big fan of heel Eddie Edwards. Especially yeah. now. It's like he's just been there for so long. It's like what, you know, more right. can you do kind of thing, you know? Right. I mean, yeah, he already won the big one, He's kind, of, but he's kind of a lifer. There, yeah, he's a lifer. Yeah. Um, then... Uh, we had the the fantastic Joe Hendry segment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> watch watch the music video for uh, his song uh, "Cheese It Champion," uh, which was directed <laughs> towards AJ Francis. Um, uh, I I want uh, nothing but to see Joe Hendry on my TV all the time. He's um, the best. Uh, as as a as a WCPW fan from back and in the day. ICW because he was before WCPW. He was in ICW doing that bit. That's right. That's right. Um, but uh, I I I wish him nothing but the best. He's so he's so good. I'm glad he's got an audience again. I do believe in Joe Hendry. <laughs> uh, Nobody said his name. <laughs> Nobody said his name. <laughs> so uh, then the last show, on the, the last match on the pre-show, uh, for the digital media championship, <laughs> which uh, was held by Tommy Dreamer, one Tommy Dreamer, uh, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Tommy Dreamer is 52, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they, this is this is how you know that this this company is is TNA now. <laughs> it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're like okay, you can kind of see, and then you see this match, you're like all right, this old, is TNA. Old part timers, you know, <laughs> holding holding belts. They gotta get that busted open podcast crossover, brother. Uh, oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, uh, hey, if busted open needs a, a third host, you know where to find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, so he took on Crazy Steve, uh, TNA original, formerly of the Decay, um, as well. With uh, uh, he was in the version with Abyss, Abyss and, Rosemary. and Rosemary. Yeah, um, I, I, rem- I was big on them back y- in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I believe like he used to ha- had like a, a little tryout for WWE that didn't amount to anything really, but um, has yeah. has been in in TNA for pretty much his entire career that yeah. I know of. In and out, like I know from TNA. That's yeah. all I know Crazy Steve from. Yeah, um, two Z's. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a no no DQ match for the Digital Media Championship. Um, I like the design for the Digital Media one too. It's got like kind of like circuitry yeah, kind of designs yeah. in it. It's really really cool. Um, 
uh, formerly held by Joe Hendry as well. Was the digital and Matt Cardona and Jordan Grace. That's right. Was That's right. the digital media championship the one that was like, I guess, direct lineage of the grand championship? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the grand championship. Grand championship uh, was, was something else, uh, which I believe was also – their attempt to revitalize what used to be the King, King of the of Mountain, Mountain, which was a T- also the TNA Legends belt. Yeah. The TNA weirdest has- mid-card. You know, when the yeah. digital media championship might be the best mid-card belt you've ever had, that's, that's saying something. Right. Um, you know, we went on the, a whole spiel last show about how much we love, uh, you know, British rules and all that. Uh, not for Not that the grand championship. Not for that time. <laughs> Screwy finishes galore. Yeah. Um. But, you know, this was a, a decent little, you know, uh, garbage, uh, no DQ match. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, fun a fun little watch. Uh, then we get into the, show, the main show proper with, I think, a fantastic choice for an opening match. Uh, the Knockouts Ultimate X match. Ultimate X. Ultimate X. I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, something about saying that. Ultimate like, X. All, all together. Like, this is <laughs> with me. Um but uh, this was uh, a match to determine the number one contendership for the Knockouts World Championship, uh, which would be uh, determined in a match later on in the show. Uh, the participants here were Giselle Shaw, uh, Alicia Edwards, Danny Luna, Jody Threat, Tasha Steeles, and Zaya Brookside. Danny Luna. Danny Luna is fantastic. fantastic. I, she was by far, I think, the standout in this for me. Um, uh, they had... She was a part of the, that subculture group. Subculture with uh, Flash Morgan Webster and uh, Mark Andrews. I think Mark Andrews is on the shelf right now. So with yeah. Well wishes in recovery. But uh, but I liked on commentary they had uh, made a point of saying, like, within that group, she's the powerhouse. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you really, really get to see that uh, play out here. Um, there's also – just so I like Ultimate X matches um, a lot. I think you know when you particularly like X division style kind of things, and when you get really creative wrestlers uh, who know how to handle those kind of environments, they can come up with something really really cool. And there's a lot of really great spots in here. Um, the one that automatically kind of stands out in my mind is Giselle Shaw, like uh, using Danny Luna's back as like a step stool. Yeah. To to spear Jody Threat from so while she was hanging off of the little mm-hmm. wires. Um so that was really, really great. And Giselle Shaw ended up getting the win here. Yeah. Um is her arm okay? I did you see that at the end when they lifted her arm, like her one arm looked like it was like almost like her, her elbow was like disjointed or something like that. Um I I don't know if like that's a like uh mm, physical thing or a selling thing or what. Um, but, I, I mean, I, it didn't take me out of the, the moment for it, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Giselle Shaw has some fantastic uh, entrance music. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, kind of a crazy in love kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but this, I thought, was a great choice, too. TNA has long um, been, I think, the premier place for women's wrestling in North America, at least. Um mm-hmm. Far and away, uh, you know, knocking it out of the park more so than AEW, certainly. And I I, I think even WWE as well. Um, you know, nobody the, – the women's division there feels like such uh, an integral focus yes. there. Um, and at times feels much more important than even the men's heavyweight division. And even, um, too, like the women there – and, like, TNA is the only major company that will be in their gender, too. 
Yeah, because I true. mean, like you could put Jordan Grace in the world title scene at any point, and could, no yeah, one's gonna bat an you eye. Could, you could put the the world title on Jordan Grace right now, and it would be the most believable thing I mean, in the world. Yeah, notable, not good person. Tessa Blanchard was a TNA World Champion, so that is true. Um, uh, we didn't know at the time. We did not know at the time, but you know, yeah. Um, so and you know, like you said before, Jordan Grace also held the digital media belt. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Gail Kim won the. Exhibition, right? Um, maybe I know. I know Eric Young won the uh, the TNA uh, knockouts uh, tag Tag titles titles with ODB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, it goes both ways. Yeah, it Um, goes both ways. Yeah. Um, Uh, which which is how it should be done, I I believe. That's fair. Um, I agree. So then, uh, next matchup. uh, This was a a a bunch of silly nonsense that I I quite enjoyed. Um, We had. Uh, Dirty Dango, <laughs> who uh, some fans might know as Fandango uh, from his time in WWE. That is true. Um, who has this faction with him now, <laughs> comprising of Oleg Prudius, uh, who some fans might know better as Vladimir, Vladimir Kozlov, um, <laughs> and some guy named Alpha Bravo. It's Johnny Bravo, right? Or not Johnny, or it's, jo- is it Johnny Schwinger? This is not Johnny Swinger. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know Johnny Swinger when I see him. This man is not him. Who's um, Alpha Bravo? I have no idea. I think he's just some guy. He's just <laughs> Alpha. Okay, Alpha Bravo TNA. We're gonna find this out right now. I. Th- I th- he's John E. Bravo. Oh, okay. So he was, he was Johnny Bravo, not to be confused with Johnny Swinger. Um, Johnny Swinger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, as far as I can tell, I think his gimmick is, like, guy who, like, just really likes, I don't know, like, military aesthetics mm-hmm. and all that, but is not actually in the military. Um, commentary said, like, he, he said that he, like, took a vacation in Vietnam or something. <laughs> <laughs> and so now he thinks he's like a soldier or something. I don't know. Um, Most Noah wrestler ever. <laughs> yeah this <laughs> this is a this is a Noah coded man. Uh, for Apparently sure. he's like a manager because he he managed uh, Taya and Johnny Impact for a while. Okay, Johnny Bravo. How do they not get sued for that? <laughs> right, come on. Legally distinct. Um, <laughs> we well, see this guy wears military garb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally different. Um, so they, uh, Dirty Dango, uh, was taken on uh, the French Canadian Frankenstein PCO. PCO. I love PCO so 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 much. He's not human. He's fantastic. Um, this entrance that they gave him too, like getting wheeled out uh, with like the the shroud over him, mm-hmm. and then like you get these like doctor guys putting sparks like into <laughs> him, and he he rises up. It's so good. It's so like carny, like. Uh, you know, sideshow nonsense. We're in all black too, right? All black. He's got like a, this little singlet, uh, yeah. shoulder thing. Um, also, uh, by the way, this, this match quickly devolves into nonsense. And so then Santino Morella, uh, <laughs> the current director of authority <laughs> there, um, comes out and he makes it a six man tag match with the team of Bravo, Prudius and Dango against PCO and then his his mystery tag partners come out it's Rhino and it's Jake, Jake something, something who 
makes the greatest entrance I've ever seen in my life. His music hits. He runs out, leaps over the top rope, and hits a, a forearm on Dango <laughs> in like one smooth, fluid motion. It was incredible. Uh, he, Jeff Jake something is like built like Goldberg. He's, Dude is crazy, Jack. He's incredible looking. Um, and I have no idea why his last name is something, but I, I mean, hey, if it sticks, roll with it, I guess. Um, so, uh, you know, this this tag match then. Is also kind of a schmoz, uh, you know, devolves into a bunch of nonsense. Um, th- th- but uh, the one spot that I remember from it is uh, PCO hitting a, a moonsault um, <laughs> from like the top rope uh, to the outside. And brother, this was a this is a Lita moonsault. <laughs> like, yeah, he, yeah, his head just barely got Misses, past yeah. the apron. It was scary. Um, so yeah. Um, then uh, we have. I think, I think before we uh, get to our next one, oh, we're going to have to go to another enough, quick PSA break. We'll be back to talk about our favorite promotion, TNA. <laughs> and after these brief messages. Welcome back to WABGOL and Weagle 91.1 FM. We're here to talk about TNA, TNA, TNA. TNA. Um, hard to Kill happened this weekend, and we have reached the impact. Or TNA. I don't know. I still want to say Impact for some reason. <laughs> right. I have to just because shout out TNA. Because you want it to be respectable. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the TNA Knockouts World Tag Team Championship. The longest reigning, I think, Knockouts Tag Team Champions that did not include a man of ODB and <laughs> yeah. Eric Young. Because yeah. for like a year, they were basically deactivated, but ODB and Eric Young held them, but like didn't defend them. So, right, right. Um, of MK Ultra, which is Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich versus the returning Decay, formerly known as the Death Dolls. Mm-hmm. Of Rosemary and Jessica Havoc, or is it just Havoc? Uh, just, just Havoc, Havoc now. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was a really good. The Decay returning got a big, big pop. People were really hyped to see them back. Uh, I think it's been a long time since, especially like Rosemary. Because I mean, yeah, Jessica Havoc still she's she gets the name Jessica Havoc, but I think yeah. Rosemary went to like a completely other like different name. She went to like the name that she used before. Uh, yeah, like, uh, she went to TNA. Um, uh, oh, whatever. Oh, why am I forgetting it all of a sudden? Something danger, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, so it was. It, yeah, it was weird because I I didn't know that they were doing that because I wasn't watching. Mm-hmm. And so then after commentary mentioned it, I went and like looked up like pictures of of that gimmick that she was doing and her without Rosemary without the face paint. It's so weird. It's crazy. Like it. It like it looks like an entirely different different person. person. I would never have guessed. Yeah. No. Uh, the name was it Courtney Rush. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that's what it was. Um, um, why is I thinking? Oh, I was thinking about Alice in Danger. Why am I? Yeah, you're that? thinking of uh, it's T. Carino's sister. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> well, I'm sure that she wrestled. Maybe. Well, we almost um, saw her. Remember in uh, or were you were you there for that GCW? The first Atlanta one, she was supposed to wrestle as her versus Philly Starks, and she didn't think it up coming. Alice in Danger. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. we were supposed to see that, and then she canceled like last minute. So. Oh yeah, I was. I, no, I was actually, there for that one. Anyways. I think Billy might. Have, one of them canceled last minute. It was huh. like the one women's match on the card, and we're like, ah, oh, we're never beating the allegations. Yeah, but. yeah, not for that one at least. Um, um but uh, so yeah, the Decay got a, a big, big pop coming back. Uh, they were very, very popular, and they work well as a tag team too. Rosemary, by the way knows that character inside and out. Oh, yeah. Um, and just, like, there's, like, little moments, too. She's, like, running the ropes um, around Masha in, like, the first little bit of it and just, like, laughing, like, giggling in her face. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Um, and uh, then uh, MK Ultra work really, really well as a team. They have, like, over the, po- over the course of the last year, really, 
got a, a, this dynamic down pat. Um, you know, Killer Kelly goes in for like the submission game, the ground game. Masha's big power moves, dynamic, like, you know, top ropes that like the daredevil side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, really fun to watch. Unfortunately, this match didn't give a ton of time to showcase that. Uh, it's like a little over five. It's like six minutes. Um, and there, but the, the titles did change hands. And I think it's, it was good to, to have it on the show as a showcase for like, Hey, this is our, our women's division is so jam packed with talent that we can actually give them proper tag teams. Exactly, <laughs> right? Thing, you know? Um, I mean, especially, in the good thing about, it's good and bad, but they have a lot of people come in and out. So, I mean, like, they have a lot of pretty good tag teams that will come in and out. Like, yeah. I know um, Deanna and Chelsea were a tag team for a while there. Mm-hmm. There was, I think, Taya and, who, who else was with Taya? Um, it was somebody else. Taya and somebody else held the belts. That is a um, good question. I don't know. Me, I'll look up the. I'll look it up, but yeah. we can go to the next match. Yeah, uh, I know the iconics held the the. Oh yeah, knock, the knockouts tag belts for a little while. Um, so the next match, ooh, we're getting into we're getting into the meat of it now. The X division, my fa- my favorite part of any crazy show. match, insane. Um, we had the defending champion Chris Sabin against Elio Del Vikingo and Kushida, um, and. This is funny. As somebody who's been watching New Japan a lot uh, for like the past year or so, um, Kushida, who is who has made his, his return back to Japan as well, um, in New Japan has never felt like the former ace of the junior division that he did before he left for NXT. For sure. Um, they and I don't think it's down to him. I think it's down to New Japan for not putting him in that position. Yeah. Um, and I think then it became kind of a snake eating its tail thing of like, well, they don't put him in the position, so he's not going to try to, you know, mm-hmm. perform to that level. And so they're not going to put him in that position. Um, but he's been doing stuff in Impact for the, that year, and he feels super, super energized there. Um, I think this, the he signed, he's currently signed to both, but I think that, it, that TNA is going to be where he puts his focus. I going think it's. Forward. I think it mainly is only TNA. Yeah. Because yeah, he technically because I think he does LA Dojo now. He's yeah. the main coach. And he and he held the junior belts with uh, Kevin Knight Ke- Knight for a little bit uh, last year, year too. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think I think he feels much more at home uh, in the X division right now. Um. I I love these matches a lot. Uh. The commentary always. Uh, there's the kind of ongoing joke about the X Division. You know, it's not about weight limits, it's about no limits. <laughs> well, it's also kind of about weight limits, <laughs> except when yeah. you want to put like Samoa Joe or Bobby Lashley or whoever in to help the the division, uh, division yeah. belt. Yeah. Who there was some guy who was like six six, like two hundred fifty, three hundred pounds like tall dude that was in the X Division for a while. I gotta look this up. But also I did look up the knockouts tag team championships. Out of since they reactivated him, literally, there's only one team that was like looks like a thrown together team out of all of them, hmm. and that was and it was the Ty Valkyrie team. It was Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie. Oh, okay. Held yeah. it for like a month or something like that. But like, I mean, they're all teams that like it makes sense for these people to be team, or like at least they have stuff in common or stuff like that. You know. Right. Meanwhile, compared to the WWE women's tag belts, well, they would just throw any team together. Yeah. Um. To be fair, though, when they made the women's tag team. Div- Championship. They at least had a couple. You right, know, right. They had the Riot Squad and the Iconics and Bailey and Sasha and you know there was a couple other teams yeah. that were pretty solid there. 
Um, so for this uh, uh, three-way match, though, I really, really loved the uh, the way that they played off uh, for it. Like the first half is very much the flippy, flippy yeah. kind of you know uh, small cruiserweight style kind of things. Then the last half, they stop playing around. They are they are like laying in strikes, hitting Germans like all over the place. Um, there's a gnarly Canadians destroyer uh, like onto the entrance ramp. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, um, and uh, all of that leads up to Chris Sabin retaining, um, which I think was the right decision. I, yeah, I, th- I like him as kind of the face of that belt going forward. I think the only person. I mean, you're not gonna put it on by Kingo. Unless, no, no. Yeah, I mean, especially with him doing, you know. Um, AEW stuff yeah. still. He's uh, just not going to be there all the time. Yeah. So yeah. and unless you're going to do like a quick title change, like I can see Kushida, but like she's going to get that belt eventually. Because she's so. going to get that belt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, then next up we had the Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander. Uh, but by the way, his wife uh, Jay Chung was the ring, ring announcer, announcer the whole mm-hmm. time, which I did not know until like just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Josh Alexander. Uh, went up against the debuting Alex Hammerstone. Free agent right now. Hasn't signed anywhere, but making his TNA debut. Yeah. He has been, like, the guy in MLW uh, for quite a while, which I've not been watching a ton of. Um, I, I watched, Like most people. Yeah. I watched, uh, you know, some some Fatu matches uh, yeah. from MLW um, because I love Fatu so much. Um, but other than that, I'm not super familiar. And so I wasn't super familiar with Hammerstone or, or his work. Uh, has a fantastic look. Um, maybe the most like WWE looking guy. Jack to the nine. Who is not signed to WWE at the moment. Um, but this match was really good. Um, you know they got pretty physical, as a lot of uh, Josh Alexander matches tend to be. Um, and it was uh, you know Josh Alexander trying to work out how to get around this you know mountain of a man yeah. that has just <laughs> strolled up in here. Um, although I do like they narrowed down uh, uh, Hammerstone's weakness is his back. And so you get a lot of great mm-hmm. things. Like there's Alexander just drops him back first onto the apron, and that looked mm-hmm. really gnarly. Um, and so, you know, there's there's chinks in the armor that you can get away at. Um, so, But loved having Walking Weapon on, on my screen, and I'm, I'm hyped for that uh, Osprey rematch too. For sure. I was gonna, see, that's what we got to watch for the when it hits the TV. we got to go back and – There you go. There this you is what go. I'll say about this match, and it makes me realize I want a Monsters Ball match back. Ooh. And you are give, treading dangerous water. And give me Hammerstone. We could throw Alexander in there if you want. Jake something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Put all the B- – we could throw PCO in there because why right, not? Right. Throw in, you know, we could do it for the world championship. We could put Moose in there. <laughs> Give me all the big men in TNA just in one match, right. beating the heck out of each other. Like you tell me, you wouldn't even right, look. There's some, there's some clunky monsters ball <laughs> matches. I'm not gonna deny that, but like, come on now. We gotta get Joseph Park uh, back to, to break <laughs> his contract. With we have the to Fed. get him back. Yeah, you can't have a monsters ball out <laughs> out of this. Maybe maybe Dustin can uh, revive his Black Rain gimmick for <laughs> no, one night only. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's mean. That's mean. I shouldn't say that. Um, uh, okay. wait, wait. You know what? It's about time for another PSA break. <laughs> yeah. and I think it's the good. Bringing up the Monsters Ball After, has caused the show to end. Yeah, Black Rain is, is the key. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. All right, we're going to see you guys in the brief break. 
Welcome back to WWEGL. We are finally ending our heart. This has become a TNA podcast. Can you believe it? <laughs> As it should, should be. be. All is right with the world finally. <laughs> Planets have aligned. Um, <laughs> but it is the finale here um, of the TNA part. Yeah, the last run. We had the tag team match between ABC, the Rascals, which is Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz, um, Mike Bailey and Laredo Kid, because Trent Seven could not show up, which that's like a .5 star upgrade. No offense to Trent Seven, but like... Hey, come on now. I love Trent, but like, you st- two flippy guys in a tag team in this in this four-way like slugfest, like come on. I thought, I thought, I like Trent, but I also felt like him and Speedball were already kind of thrown together tag team. Well, Speedball and Laredo Kid are all thrown together, are the most thrown together tag team. Team, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Imagine if they won the belts. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I like the... PYV. Yeah. I like, I like the flippy guy, strong guy kind of dynamic. Okay. Um, so, uh, and yeah, GYV, uh, who are making their debut. Great your teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, man. I'm I'm just so happy to have the grizzled young veterans back. <laughs> They're so good. Let me let me clarify also. I'm so happy to have Liverpool's number <laughs> one Zach Gibson back. <laughs> oh my god. How how short sighted of a company do you have to be to take one of the most charismatic heels in the entire history of the professional wrestling business? Shave him bald. <laughs> and change everything about him and have him be like this mute like lackey for somebody. Oh, it's so stupid. But he is he is back. He's free. In his in his proper form. Liverpool's number uh, one. They got the little like football towels with them. It's, you know, I actually have to get a scarf for New York. I'm going to New York in the spring. Friends like, oh we gotta get you a scarf. I might buy my own scarf. I might buy the GYV. You're gonna scarf. buy you get a yeah I, they're selling it man put, I put might some, put some money down. Put some money down on the GYV scarf. Yeah, absolutely. Uh this match was really fun. Um they uh the highlight for me um was obviously friend of the show Speedball Mike Bailey. <laughs> um just man, ultimate weapon. <laughs> I I don't even want to think about being the guy underneath while he does that. Like just oh I speaking of Shinbreaker on that 450 they did to the floor. I think uh, Vikingo did in the last match. He hit like right on his knees. And oh, I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm i amazed that Vikingo is even now able to do any of the stuff that he's he's doing. Crazy. Um, but uh, Speedball was fantastic in this. Um, GYV got a lot of spotlight to show off their um, team chemistry in it. Um ABC actually sat out quite a bit yeah. of it, um, which makes sense to me. Um, but I would have, I just selfishly would have liked to have seen Chris Bay uh, get some more stuff in. For sure, um, he's so great. Ace Austin is good too, um, and the Rascals. I, I'm kind of eh, on. They're fine. Uh, yeah, um, particularly I don't know the heel version of them. I don't really. No, get. they're such like a endearing. Yeah, babyface like. You know, plucky team, right? Like, you know, um, but I get also why like they would be like a you know like the crappy heel kind of yeah, kind of smarmy, but yeah. like that that role's being filled by ABC in this exactly. Match, so, so. Um, but yeah, some good spots, um, and ABC retained. I thought ABC is face. Uh, are they? They're like tweeners. I mean, they were they were face they might be, they might be tweeners now. I think just they were so popular. I think they were face against the Rascals. I think the Rascals had the belt before them. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, cause I think the Rascals took it off Motor City. 
And right. ABC took it off of them. Yeah. So. Um, also, I think it's funny that now TNA is the only place where you hear the original uh, Bullet B- Club B- theme. I'm a fan of Bullet, 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 Bullet <laughs> as well. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I don't think there's a bad – you got that, you have Bullet, 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 and then you have, they my dog for real. They <laughs> dogs, my dog for the real. dog's for real. I even like the original, original – uh, oh Bullet yeah, Club, where it's just the kind of synth going on. Um, so yeah, that's just a funny little uh kind of tidbit there. Um, if you're a big fan of uh indie wrestling from the years 2013 to 2015, um, so uh then we had my match of the night for this particular show, the Knockouts World Championship match with the defending champion Trinity who some may know as Naomi, um, going up against Jordan Grace. Dude. <laughs> Jordan Grace is money. Yes. Oh, my God. She is she's so perfect. Um, I've been on that Jordan Grace wavelength for a long, long time. Yeah. And I was – you know, she almost left Impact. Oh, I didn't know or that. Or TNA. She almost, she signed, she's been with them for a while well, now, she too. Resigned, so she was going to – she was weighing her options, and then she re she resigned, and mm-hmm. I'm glad she did because she is a beast. Yes, yeah. Um, and the the ongoing theme throughout this match was just you cannot put her down. Yeah. Uh, no matter how hard you try. Trinity's trying to get her in her submission move. Jordan Grace just stands up out of it and slams her back down. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Um, and eventually all of that overwhelming power uh, takes out Trinity, and Jordan Grace is your new – Knockouts world champion. Yep. Go out of your way to watch this match. This is a match of the year in my book. Again, um, proving that Jordan Grace can beat um, any person. Uh, oh, she yeah. won the gauntlet for the gold match, which is basically gets her the Collier Shot Championship, basically gets any title opportunity. Mm. So she beat, like, all the other – Like I, I don't even know. It was a crazy – I think there was a bunch of, like – it was an intergender match. She just whooped everyone. So Right. Um, yeah, I mean, similar to Obafemi. If there was Jordan Grace stock, I'm I'm putting all uh, I'm going all in on it. It's rising. Uh, uh, then uh, we have the main event of the show, um, the match for the TNA World Championship. Defending champion Alex Shelley of the Motor City Machine Guns uh, goes up against Moose. Moose. Um, Moose. Who some people uh, also WCPW fans from back in the day might remember. <laughs> um, so uh, apparently this was uh, Moose's feast or fired match, um, which if I oh you got to call correctly uh, meant that like his briefcase was was the briefcase for a world title match. Um, that yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I think Uamura got the, the fired fired for that, and that was why he came back to, to New, New Japan. Japan. Yeah. Um, well, they did it, and then they had like a thing because he he just. They as soon as Uemura was cooking with oil with Joe Hendry tag team, they're like, "Yeah, you're fired, buddy." New Japan's like, "We ain't letting this happen." Oh man, uh, what could have been? Um, I was kind of like in and out of this match. Um, I wasn't paying super super close attention, um, so it it might well have been you know uh, better than my mind is remembering it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I remember it, it was pretty good. Um, a lot of work on Moose's arm uh, as Shelly kind of uh, fights from underneath to to get the win here. 
Um, uh, and But eventually, Moose is just too overwhelming. Um, there's also a little bit of outside distraction as well. Uh, Kushida comes in, too, and uh, Chris Sabin. Oh, uh, to try yeah. To help out uh, Shelly. Um, and, yeah, Moose uh, uh, gets some help from the system. Uh, but uh, the real kind of tag at the end of this that had everybody talking was less the, the finish of the match and more the aftermath, which was the wanted man. <laughs> the Nick most Nemeth, wanted man. Coming in and uh, making the claim uh, for TNA, doing the, the Hogan shirt rip for it. Uh, you see the big logo on his chest as he w- runs into the crowd screaming. It's a great visual to end that show. Um, and I'm I'm pretty excited to see where they go from here. So. Yep. Um, but Battle of Valley happened same night. Same yeah, I know. Time. I know. Right. Too much. Too much wrestling. Too much wrestling. Oh, I gotta look up that card now. Um, but the highlights were well. We have to talk about this. I'm gonna just. We're gonna before we even jump into anything. Jungle Boy Jack Perry <laughs> yeah. made his return <laughs> to wrestling. Four months at being gone after all, it's five months, five yeah, months from all he's in. Gone he's for been a gone while. for almost half a year. Um, came back after the shooter. Um, who did shooter fight? Um, it was a tag match. Uh, he went up against uh, Team Filthy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and after the match, shooter was attacked. By one jungle boy. It was actually attacked by Bushi. Wearing a Bushi mask, yeah. They've tried and true. Um, Apparently, choice. security did not know uh, <laughs> who this They man never was. know. It's like, oh, it's yeah. always Bushi. One of these times, it's got to actually be Bushi beating <laughs> right. somebody up. Yeah. Or I think someone should just, Bushi should beat one of them up. Because <laughs> how many times is this? Ha- this is not like the first time it's happened to Bushi specifically. Yeah, I think Jericho wore a Bushi mask and took out Omega before. Oh, yeah. Like Which yeah. I used to think it's funny that every time it's Bushi. I mean, he's, he's the easiest he's the mask one. guy there, yeah. So. Well, I mean, Despy. Yeah, you're not going to do the champion. You could do Despy now, yeah. Um, um, and, I mean, they had Teton and... Uh, you could do Tiger Mask. <laughs> that would actually... That would be the answer. <laughs> yeah. Some guy in a leather jacket and a Tiger Mask mask <laughs> just beating up somebody. But Jungle Boy came back. He attacked, Bearded Jungle Boy. Bearded, looking like the second coming of Jesus Christ, Jungle <laughs> Boy. Jack Perry came back, beat up Shooter, ripped off. The Bushi mask. Um, Ripped said, up his AEW contract. Yeah, well, we're getting to that. He uh, said something to the camera. He's like, you should have picked up the phone or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little, like, call me motion. Call me. And then basically came in the ring, hit his hit a sick knee on him, rips up his AEW contract, which I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> if you really want to get rid of the contract, Uncle Boy, you got to eat it. And it would have made sense. He, if just, he, he, wa- he watched Game of Thrones uh, beforehand. He, he has to watch... It's always sunny in Philadelphia and eat the contract. And it would have made more sense if he did it because he's putting on the armband that says scapegoat. If you actually want to be a scapegoat, you got to be an actual goat and eat the contract. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's what he should. That's the most Noah Phillips way. of. Uh, but that was, I think, the most headline thing that come out of Battle Valley. That wasn't matches, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, let's, let, me look at, let me look up the card. I, I, got think, it, I got it right in front of me. All right, you're going to read it off then. All right. Um, so yeah, we had that opening tag uh, with friend of the show, Jacob Fatu, Fred Rosser, and Shooter versus Tim Team Filthy. Bro was wrestling like he's trying to get signed for real. Oh, absolutely. Somebody somebody snatched that man up <laughs> to a contract. Um, but uh, which they they won, and then Jungle Man Jack came out. Yeah. Um, 
Then uh, we had a cool little CMLL uh, Lucha tag match with Mascara Dorada and Volador Jr. Yo. Uh, defeating Rocky Romero and Soberano Jr., who, mm-hmm. by the way, wore a little tiger mask mask yeah. uh, <laughs> for his, his thing. Uh, he's a heel now, which is really cool. Um, then we had uh, David Finley uh, defeating TJP, uh, not for the global heavyweight championship that he now holds. And it was the not the... Anway? The what was the mask? What's the oh mask? the Oswong, Oswong character that TJP Oswong. had? Yeah, no, he he was just regular TJP, but he retains his his mist, mist abilities yes. uh, from well, the Oswong. Obviously, if he was fighting the Oswong, David Finley wouldn't have won. Oh, on, for, yeah, there you go. Even though he's a junior, yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta protect TJP. <laughs> <laughs> um, protect the Muda gimmick, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, then. Right after, uh, we had, for the strong openweight tag belts, uh, Gorillas of Destiny, uh, which, uh, much to your chagrin, is the team of Hikuleo and El Phantasmo. Don't remind me. <laughs> uh, and once again, much to your chagrin, I'm sure, beating the War Dogs, our dogs for real, Clark Connors and Alex Coughlin. Which is an interesting um, junior and heavyweight tag team. Yes. Well, because also Coughlin's partner it was, was wrestling. featured later yeah. on. Um, then we have... Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to this, we're going to take a quick break. Getting ahead of myself. Welcome back to WWEGL. We were talking New Japan Pro Wrestling, Battle of the Valley, Alex and Noah go away, and all we talk about is TNA and New (laughs) Japan. (laughs) This is is what the show was meant to to be. be. This was (laughs) meant to be. Yeah. We've been held back for far too long talking about the the most popular wrestling company in the world. Come on. This This is what the people want. Uh, this is what I want. So yeah. that's all that matters, brother. <laughs> oh, before we get into New Japan, did you see the Hulk Hogan story? Yes. We have to. <laughs> we have to. You know, we say, oh, we don't want to talk. Brother, there is no way. What was the tweet? Basically, Hulk Hogan saved a man. Apparently, it was a minor, apparently, from TMZ. Was oh, wow. Okay. Um, had driven a car. It was a woman. And I think had flipped it. And Hogan was at the scene. And helped the person get out, saved them from the total, the flipped car. And just imagine you, you're arriving home one night, and somehow you get into a bad wreck, your car slipped, you're struggling, and you just hear, I got you, brother. Come <laughs> yeah. on, dude. The smooth sounds of Rick Derringer uh, start playing in the background. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean. Or you start hearing Voodoo Child. <laughs> I'd be scared at that point. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you were woozy? Your car just flipped over and you see Hulk Hogan <laughs> trying to help you out of that car, brother. I mean, I have to accept it, right? But I, I mean, feel like you think you're dead. Like, I'd be like, I have died. Yeah, this is, this is what's after. This <laughs> is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this is the other side, and we are not in heaven, brother. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe this is uh, that, that in between space. <laughs> you know? We're in purgatory. <laughs> right. Um but yeah, just just, I mean, it, it, like it's out of a movie. <laughs> it really it's crazy. Yeah. That's definitely getting the the epilogue of the Hogan movie is going to oh, be. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, if he has any script approval, <laughs> that is. Um, well, back to New Japan. Back to back to real grabs. <laughs> um, so uh, for the uh, strong women's championship, uh, it's the next match here. Got some good Joshi action when uh, the defending champ Julia. Took on the Afro Punk Trisha Dora. Bang it, my man. Julia's entrance, 
star all <laughs> over her. Like, I mean, if if the rumors of, of her being fed bound are true, um, it makes sense <laughs> to me. Like, I I get I get what they she's a what star man. Here. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. And she's the one who knows the best English because she you know. Yeah, yeah, she's a uh, has a really interesting like. Uh, background. I think like she was born in England, and she's like half Italian, half Italian, and, and yeah. did her father's Italian restaurant for a while. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And got bullied, I think, by the Japanese girl because she wasn't full Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Which is very, it's a very interesting story. Also, I mean, Julia versus Trish Dorera, that's a match I want to see. Yeah, on any day of the week. And they did not hold back uh, no. here. Um, I, I was hyped for this because uh, I watched the Stardom show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trish had a little video package at the end of that one uh, calling out uh, Julia. And um, Trish Aurora needs way more TV time on any program. Like, I think she's on ROH, ROH. sometimes. I think she's in the TV title scene right now. Yeah, I've seen some of her stuff in, like, Tokyo Joshi Pro, too. With Captain Sean D. Yeah, the infantry. The infantry. Uh, who are kind of a cool little faction. I, I, I've, it's neat. Yeah. I get it, um, but uh, yeah, she is by far the standout though of that group certainly, um, and I want her to really break through into like being a, a big big name in the women's singles competition. Um, Me in personally, the, the world of indie wrestling. After Athena drops that ROH strap and hopefully goes back up to the main event, like the goes straight to the AW Women's Title, mm-hmm. I think Trish should hold it. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I uh, I can see that for sure. Um, they also have that new uh, TV, TV belt, which I, I can see her getting in the in the meanwhile. Yeah, her Billy. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, oh, a Trishador Billy Starks feud, brother. <laughs> now we're cooking on with now. oil now. Real graphs, real graphs. Um, so uh, then up next. Oh, by the way, Julia retained. Yeah, uh, in this match. Funny thing, you were talking about Julia going um, to WWE. There's a tweet I saw, which I think you will appreciate. It says, Julia going to be really mad when she gets to WWE and she can't change her hairstyle every two weeks. And it said, <laughs> yeah, But then right. it said, yeah. she's going to be real happy about that tan, though. <laughs> for sure. I mean, she's, she's got that on lock. Yeah, already. she's like, got a lock. Yeah, she's got a guy. Uh, for that. And then I think it's definitely because she ended, what was her faction in? Donna Del Mondo. Donna Del Mondo announced yeah. they were officially disbanding. So. Yeah, which is kind of sad for yeah. like I mean selfishly I want her to like stay in stardom. Of course. And you know rule the roost over there for because I think like she's I mean she's super young too she can yeah like go for, for especially like a lot of those Joshi's retire real young yeah you know? uh, she's like in like her mid twenties maybe yeah um and uh, so like selfishly I, I because I don't watch a lot of WWE product nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want her to be on the products that I do watch. Um, but uh, I think she's got all the skills um, to succeed anywhere that she lands. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I get it for sure. Um, and also Donna Del Mondo uh, has, like, a million cool members too. Like, yeah. Um, it's like, why are we into this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you know, they're they're one of those ones that I think like they will survive being broken up. Speaking of stardom, real quick, um, Megan Bain announced her final stardom date. That's so it right. Looks like yeah. she is getting called back. Apparently, Tony Khan said he's bolstering the women's roster. We already saw that. Um, Diana Perrazzo mm-hmm. debut. Queen Amanada. Queen Amanada is, is officially signed. all yeah. elite. Um, hasn't got the graphic, but you know, we confirmed it's signed. Um, still, you know, we're still in the air on that Mercedes stuff. Still seems like it's leaning towards 
an AEW signing, and especially with Megan Bain coming back mm-hmm. and really growing in her time and stardom, the Megasis. Yeah. She's gonna be big on. I'm very excited to see this like completely rejuvenated. Have most of your women back 100. Like, and what you're gonna do. I personally, I think if you're building up that roster, especially since Athena has done almost everything she can do with the women's oh, title. If Athena gets a, gets I think a or AEW main call up. I mean, basically. if you're use you're using the tag titles, you're using the pure title in AEW, you're using the the world championship. Why not and the TV title? Yeah. Why not just use Athena, like as champion. Yes, as champion. Yeah. Like, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Personally, for especially sure. if you're bolstering that roster, have her and Billy. Oh. In that faction. Oh, uh, I mean, you're cooking with oil, then. I mean, I have long held that when you look at the individual names in AEW's women's division, I think they have the capacity yep. to be the greatest place for women's wrestling in the world. And Yuka's coming back. Yeah, you got Yuka Sakazaki, who just Gosh. wrapped up with Tokyo Joshi. Yeah. Um, uh, depending on if Riho wants to, you know, stick around for a little bit more on this latest yep. run. Um, you know, Jamie Hayter is to be coming, coming back, back yep. soon from injury. Um, so yeah, when you when you look at it on paper, it it is just tremendously stacked with talent. Um, and, yeah, with Megan Bain uh, possibly coming back and maybe Mercedes and, and all yep. these recent signings. And you, you know, get some people who've been there. Like, um, I mean, you bring Britt back to TV. I right, think. And, right. again, Britt can perform. Serena Deeb, too. Serena right. Deeb coming I mean, back. Yeah. And now Mariah May debuting. Yeah. Like, um, I I just I am hesitant, as always, to to get too excited about any of this because I would like to to actually see them – to, to quote themselves, put their money where their mouth is. Me personally, like, seeing how much the Continental Classic restarted, like, AEW, like, it was starting to get a little cold there. Yeah. And, like, I mean, really sure, rejuvenated yeah. that men's division and really made it feel, mm-hmm. like, I, especially with the talent you're bringing in, I don't know why, especially if you really want to rejuvenate that division, do a Continental Classic for the women or do a tournament for the women like that around Robin or something like that. I think it really and like make these interesting matches and build these outside, you know. Yeah, for sure, um, and it's a good way to introduce them too. Exactly, to a wider like audience. you yeah. bring all these. You get them on TV in. every week. Yeah, you get all the or like do a title opportunity, to, like a small round robin or something like that. Like you don't even have to do as big as as you want if you don't want to do that. But like you're bringing in Megan Bain, Mariah May would be a great name to throw in there. You have Diana, you have Deeb coming back, mm-hmm. you have Yuka coming back, you know. Yeah. Throw in some ROH girls, yeah. you know? There's no reason not to have two women's matches a show. No, There's especially with the reason. talent they have. Yeah. Like, and especially, that's why I'm a little, I'm hesitant, because again, I've seen how Tony Khan booked the women's division this last year, but since he's bolstering it up and actually showing that, like, this needs, hopefully, the sign that it needs to change yeah. and that he's actually going to put a lot more. Because, I mean, again, like, with the way, if they're booking right, the amount of talent they have in their roster is insane. Mm-hmm. Like and they could fill five hours of entertaining TV easily, which they maybe fill like three a week right now. So right, right. Um, but back to New Japan. <laughs> back on <laughs> taking an entirely different, like a uh, a uh, uh, complete one eighty degree degree left turn here. Um, Mustafa Ali. This next match. Oh, but yeah, there's the there's the that package for her video package. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited. Um, Mustafa Ali. Uh, He's doing me. this doing this world tour run is one of the the greatest things possible for him. I think in uh, Chicago too, his hometown. 
That's right. He is. I forgot he's from Chicago. Um, yeah, man, like, just what an absolute loss for for NXT. <laughs> like, to, 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 to <laughs> he was gonna be North American champ. I know, I know, right, man. Um, <laughs> but you know, one man's one man's loss is another man's, man's gain. Yep. And uh, man, I mean, he's just otherworldly charismatic. Um, so him up against another otherworldly charismatic guy in Hiromu, I think it's going to be such money. Um, and I would love to see him like hold down the juniors division for a little while too. Yeah, I'd love that. I when is um, best super juniors? Uh, it's like usually in the like midsummer like kind of time. Because that's good. Because the thing is, uh, Windy City Riots in April, mm-hmm. so they can have that and then introduce them through one of the strong shows and then have them do that tour of Japan and later, yeah. especially after he gets that whole. He's kind of doing a worldwide mix with worldwide and U.S. tour right now and getting his feet wet mm-hmm. and then come and be in Japan for all of best super juniors would be really tight. Yeah. Um. He just had a, a killer uh, GCW match with Gringo. Your Loco. Loco. Yeah. Too. Um. So yeah, definitely keep uh, Mustafa Ali in you know your sights for uh, you know wrestler of the year twenty twenty four for sure talk for sure, um, uh, and I'm just excited too with like this latest round of WWE uh, releases, um, seeing them go places other than AEW. Yes, I think that is so fantastic because one AEW is has enough. People, yes. they they are are, it should, and, are and I full to bursting with as, their roster. As much as we love AEW too, having you know, not just WWE and AEW, having WWE, AEW, and New Japan growing, and TNA growing, yeah. and you know, the more valuable, uh, you know, realistic options there are for for people to make money in in the business, I think is is uh, the best and healthiest option for everybody. Yeah, and it allows it makes other companies do you know. Do better things. I was having this conversation with somebody else about it. That basically, um, the more companies there are, when one company does it, it has to become the standard because yeah. you have to be in competitions like healthcare for the wrestlers and you know, yeah, a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, wrestling shouldn't be a, a monopoly, which it was for for, for a long, long time. And I also think it shouldn't be a duopoly. You know, like it it, it works better <laughs> when it, it works. You know, the way that pe- some people think. That you know, uh, all business works, uh, which unfortunately doesn't. Which is uh, there are multiple valid, strong, uh, you know, competitors in the same field. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. Um, Matt Riddle and Jeff Cobb has chosen technique partner because the chosen bros versus TMDK, Bad Dutito, and Zack Saber Jr. People are sleeping on Bad Dutito. Bad Dutito needs a tour of Japan, brother. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Um, that's my guy right there. That's my guy. Yeah. Come on now. As a as an old school PWG mark, I also I I popped a little for the Chosen Bros. Bros and especially Chosen Bros versus um as as a as a PWG mark, which I also have one of the DVDs with them on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think I have them versus Gunther and uh, I think it's Axel. Uh, Axel Dieter Jr. Yeah, the, one, four, the the current Ludwig Kaiser. Maybe I don't know. It's one of the Imperium guys, or I think it's. Oh no, it's. Walter and Timothy Thatcher. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I pop for that. I also like it as a um, evolve mark. Uh, Riddle versus Zack Saber Jr. That moves me, brother. As much as I, as much look, you know, you know. I would rather this man just kind of, you know, atone for his sins. But if he's gonna be wrestling, yeah, at least it'll be 
tolerable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's in there with with opponents that know how to work with him, yeah. um, and if he if he stays on his best behavior, yes, that's why. I'm about to say, if he don't, he getting arrested. Frame one, he steps into Japan. I was about right. to say, yeah, like he can't pull the mess that he he tries to pull uh, stateside over there. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, um, and also, I just love Jeff Cobb too much. Like he's he's yeah. so, he's so cool. Um, so yeah, fun little match. Um, and uh, you know, um, much like War Machine, uh, I just want to you know hang out with Jeff Cobb all day. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, with that being said, we're going to another quick PSA break. We'll be back with these brief messages. Welcome back to WBGL. We're in our final three matches, I think. Right? Is yes. that right? Of That's Battle great. of the Valley. First, we have whoo. <laughs> Baby, for the Continental Crown, the Continental Championship, the Never Open Way, and the ROH title, which is funny because Game Kid's saying, I don't care about any of the other championships. I just want the ROH strap. I mean, the New Japan strong strap. But anyway, it is Eddie Kingston versus Gabe Kid, which ended in a double countout. But it was the greatest double countout finish. <laughs> Holy. This is going to be run back down the road, and I am very excited. You want to know something about this match? What? This is a match of the year. Yeah! <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Base! Base! <laughs> this is so good. Um, uh, Gabe Kidd um, is of the War Dogs. Um, my my guy of, uh, of them. Uh, from the second that he came out uh, with Coughlin uh, back at, like, Dominion, um, I, I just I saw him... With that new hair, yeah, uh, not the know. weird. What he had like kind of weird looking hair before. They had like the, the brown, like the brown to black on the sides, but like the white on the top or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. Um, but you know, he 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 got his 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 fresh cut. Uh, you know, just barking at the crowd. <laughs> um, and I was like, he know he's he has it now. Um, and man, uh, if he wants to. If they want to, this could be like the defining feud of Eddie's Continental Crown run for sure. Um, to the potential that that was set up in this match is off the charts um, because you have somebody like Eddie who is an old, beat down veteran of the business. Right, who has fought for so long and wants nothing more than just a little bit of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all he's fought for, and he got it with this. Uh, you know, the Continental Crown. Yep. Right. The, the these three belts are the the sign, the physical representation of the thing that he has worked like over two decades for, yep. which is just a sliver of respect. The ability for somebody to look at him and say, "You are one of the best in the world at what you do." And in comes <laughs> this snotty, angry, foul mouth, fired up, brash youngin who has zero respect for anything Anybody. that he's ever done. Um, and the, I think it's really, really interesting that the, the cause of the double count out because Eddie was about to roll back in that ring before they hit the 20 count yep. on the outside. Uh, he could have had the match one in hand, but he chose not to. He chose 
to take the double count out, a way of winning, which Eddie Kingston does not like. If Eddie Kingston had his druthers, he would pin and Gabe Kidd in the middle of the ring. Yep, or tap like, him out. Like a true champion does. Mm-hmm. Um, but he chose not to and chose to keep fighting him on the outside because right before the ref counted to 20, <laughs> Gabe Kidd insulted him. Grabbed the mic. <laughs> Grabbed the mic, and in the middle of this match, in, in front of God and everybody, called Eddie Kingston some words that I can't say on yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you just see this moment where Eddie just snaps. Like, you know, he's like, okay, I was fighting a wrestling match. This is not a wrestling match anymore. Um, you know, and, and there were hints of that, too, earlier on mm-hmm. in the chop exchange that they have, um, or one of the chop exchanges that they have, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, Kid is uh, chopping and chopping and chopping, and eventually he wears Eddie down to where he's, he's on his knees, and Kid spits at him. And Eddie yep. just turns his face straight into the audience and is just cold, dead-eyed. And the <laughs> audience is like, gasps. <laughs> and starts, you know, chanting, you know, like, you messed up, <laughs> uh, except they didn't say that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, man, oh, it's Ooh, so much boy. fun. Uh, the, these two as characters are so good. The po- you got to watch the post-match promo. Yes, with, with Gabe. Oh, man. he is. I am Puresu. He is he is a star. Um, he is the next. If if for some reason Gabe Kid never if here's the deal. If Gabe Kid stays in New Japan because their contracts are, I think him and Connors. I don't know about. I would assume Coglin's probably also. Yeah, some of the war dogs to come up. Yeah, I know Maloney's probably there for a while because he just you know. He or, just, yeah, he came in. A little um, while but uh, like if they're con- if they decide to leave. I think that's a terrible decision. Yeah, because you are you are like this is like I get it ever since because you've been there for so they have been there for you know haven't been used misused for years but like you are cooking with oil right now and like if Gabe Kid stays there and he never becomes leader of Bullet Club, that is the biggest. That's what I wanted to talk about was this match. I as somebody who was a big Gabe Kid fan for a long time. I liked him in this Bullet Club run. Mm-hmm. This was the first moment where I, I looked at him as he was coming out on the entrance ramp. I said, oh, oh, <laughs> he's the next one. And um, if he doesn't, like, that is the biggest miss. Yeah, of- because what a perfect what a perfect story for Finley, too. Yes. As the, as this, as the Bullet Club leader who was so desperate – to to make a statement of change uh, from his predecessor, mm-hmm. right? Because what did J- what did Jay White's Bullet Club run consist of? Lackeys. Yep. Right. He he had yeah he had Kenta and like Ishimori or whatever, but they were all you know kind of underneath him. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much he was at the top of the pecking order. And everybody else comes beneath. And yep. what's he? And what's Jay White doing in AEW now with Bullet Club Gold? Yeah, he has he's, lackeys. Yep, he's the top, and everyone else is second rate. Exactly. And so Finley is somebody who is so paranoid and in his own head about standing out and about being, you know, a, a real main eventer now, and about being the leader of Bullet Club. He wants to make a change, and he he says, "Okay, I'm not going to have. I'm going to cut all the fat." out from Bullet Club, and the, I'm going to bring in young, 
hungry killers. Yep. You know, um, and brings in not not one, not two, four of these unbelievably scary <laughs> people, like young, just, you know, yeah, just terrifying men, and surrounds himself with them. You know, comes out with them. He has the same music as them when they when yep. they when they come out together, and uh, of course he's he's put himself in the middle of a pack of hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Eventually, like it's the it's what it's the uh, the uh, the toad and the scorpion or yep. whatever. I it's love like, it. Please don't sting too, me. Because <laughs> Finley's the opposite of these guys. Because he's the guy who like in his whole problem he's like. I am spoon-fed. I am the guy who, you know, I because of my family saying, I'm a Nepo baby, I'm not afraid yeah, to say it. Right. I'm smart and all. And he's with the guys, the most hungry guys yeah. on the roster, the guys who have been starved right. from day one, who come to New Japan and didn't wrestle in Japan for like four or five years yeah. and finally get a sliver. A sl- it's If they don't at some point, yeah. I mean, Gabe's got to be. Yeah. I mean, he's already like, everyone's like, <laughs> they're more excited for a Gabe Kidd match than they are a David Finley match. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because you just don't know. He's a mad man. He's already – he's promo-wise. And I'm very excited because he's the perfect foil for – like, you know, for a while there, I'm like, maybe Bullet Club should end at this point because I'm like, you know, how much more can you squeeze out of this group? But, like, with Gabe as a leader versus the Rewa Three Musketeers, bro, and, um, and you have Ka- Kiyomiya also being thrown in the mix mm-hmm. and um, – Uemura, yeah, oh. Oh. Uh, uh, a bullet club leader, Gabe Kidd, versus like, um, uh, sort of uh, twenty twelve Tanahashi level babyface version of Shooter, <laughs> dude. That's that's a that's generational. A, that's a Dominion main event right there. Yeah, is what you got. Uh, so Gato, get on the ball. Come on now. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. At the point where I was like kind of tapping out on New New Japan. Don't I, you? I almost stop did. Yourself. I stopped. <laughs> yeah. you, uh 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 uh. <laughs> I, I'm very excited. But let's let's go ahead and jump to the what should have been the main event. Uh, John uh, Moxley and <laughs> Shingo Takagi yeah. went crazy. There was a tweet where it said. John Moxley enters and it's like Jesus with like the lepers who were trying to trying to touch him. Yeah. And then there, did you see the other quote about that where it was another? It was the last time New Japan was in Chicago. And Mox was there, and some lady goes, like runs after Mox after his match, like bloody, and everyone's like away from him, and goes, "Can you sign the book with blood?" And like he wipes the blood from the top of his head and just puts it on the title page. Oh, that's sick! And walks away, crazy. And Shingo with the with the jeans. Yeah, jeans and a t-shirt. Shingo. Yeah. <laughs> Prime. Prime look for him. Shingo, early candidate for wrestler of the year if he keeps it up. Yes. Um, it is the year of the dragon. <laughs> he, and he is uh, doing his best to prove it. If Tony Khan and Gato and Tanahashi, if you don't give me a Brian Danielson and Shingo match in the year of the dragon, 2024, before Brian retires, it'll be the it'll be the end of you. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. What are you guys doing? What are you doing? Right. Um, yeah, man. Like, what a run that he's had so early on. Like, I mean, the month isn't even over. <laughs> and he's already had, like, you know, four just absolutely, you know, knocking it out of the park performances. Um, has anybody told Shingo Takagi that wrestling isn't real? No. Why would you? <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> he is made in Japan. Come on now. Yeah. If um, he, he deserved me personally, I give him, I give him the uh, World Heavyweight title before the year's over. 
Yeah, yeah. He he deserves another run with it. Uh, absolutely. Um, Especially because he was like little man his whole first run. So yeah, yeah. Um, they need to they need to really you know uh, know where the, where the the money is. The money <laughs> is in in the dragon, my son. Per- me personally. Shingo is the old vet for all these new guys. Come on, tell me you wouldn't watch that. <laughs> tell me. Um, Maybe him and Okada can team up. True. Before we get into the main event of Will Ospreay and Katsuchika Okada for the one last time in a New Japan ring, possibly we'll probably run it back at some point. We're gonna go to a quick PSA break, and we'll be back at these brief messages. Welcome back. Um, we didn't mention after the Shingo Mox match, Mox versus Naito being announced for Windy City Riot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the um, bringing up Jungle Boy, the possibility of Jungle Boy's first match back being in Chicago. Oh, I didn't even think about that. If he doesn't right. do a Japan show, yeah. Which I mean, me personally, I put him. I would bring him in Japan and then bring that to Chicago. I'd have them fight in Chicago for sure. Oh no, but, put him, put him straight into the the Lions Den. Well, I just the only reason I would have him in Japan first is I don't want to wait three months to see another Jungle Boy match. I want to see him in New Japan <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, I also think him just being in strong is kind of lame because they only do strong shows like every once. Like, have have him like, not have a match, but like keep you know doing run-ins. That's fair and stuff in Japan mm-hmm. maybe, and then you know like you know, messing with Shooter in particular. What if he just started running into every Japanese company? Oh, he, you see he, that Nakajima apparently like relinquished the Triple Crown or something like that. What? Yeah. Really? Did you not? It no, was. It may have that. been a wording tweet. Huh. Um, I don't know what all Japan is. That's weird. What I, is trying? The what are they trying to run here? But there was like a picture of, um, it was the Triple Crown in a note, um, where basically it said something like. Because he lost the tag team title shot, he's going to focus on pursuit of the Triple Crown. It's like, but well, don't you already have the belt? He already has the belt. Exactly. I don't know what this is about. Well, we'll have to, <laughs> it, I saw this the other day, and it may just be a wording error of you know language barriers and stuff like that. But I saw it, and I was like, what is this supposed to mean? Because like, huh. maybe <laughs> he relinquishes the belt and goes into Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The I biggest mean, New Japan mark ever. Yeah, his whole character is like, screw these guys. I I only watch Noki matches. Yep. Here here's the Triple Crown champion um, Nakajima visits our company. Um, Nakajima, who lost a World Tag Team match, leaves behind a letter expressing his determination to win the Triple Crown. He already won the Triple Crown. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm he saying. Is the current Look, Triple Crown champion. See, you can see it's either a translation error or it's like, let's huh. see what the person responded in. Someone said a complete farce. Well, I'm also discussing <laughs> the company. Somebody in Japanese is saying that. Huh. Um, so I don't know what All Japan is trying to do. Yeah. They're trying something new. That's, okay. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I would love to see Nakajima pull like a 2011 CM Punk and, you know, actually, you know, leave with the belt or something. That would actually be awesome. Yeah. Personally. Me personally? Um, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But no, I mean the um, bringing it back around to to New Japan though in these uh, uh, the strong shows, um, uh, it's crazy to me that yeah, in like the four years that Moxley um, has been working with New Japan, he's never had a world title shot. Nope. Until apparently uh, this upcoming show in Chicago, um, 
which I think is, is well-deserved for him. Um, for sure. Yeah, and, and I think they're going to knock it out of the park. Um, then uh, we want to go right into the main and, and wrap this up. Yep. All righty. Um, so for the main event of Battle in the Valley, uh, we had the soon-to-be AEW-bound uh, aerial assassin, the Billy Goat, the leader of the United Empire, Will Ospreay. William Ospreay. Uh, going up against the Rainmaker. Big Kazu. Kazuchika Okada. Um, this brother ain't going anywhere. <laughs> 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 that, that man is... He's locked. He's a, a lifer. I'm pretty sure <laughs> as soon as Tanahashi became president, he's like, all right, I'll stick it around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I'm pretty sure that's why the other president got fired because they're like, we're not losing big costs. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, you, using yourself as a negotiating tactic is a, is a bold move, but it, <laughs> it paid off. Um, so there's a lot of hype for this match going in, and rightfully so. Uh, these are two of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Um, and they've had, uh, even in last year, um, fantastic, just excellent matches. Uh, their G1 match just knocked it out of the park. With a tear in my eye. Yeah. Um, and they have really good chemistry together. Um, and this match was pretty good. Yep, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't anything exceptional, but it not, was good. Not like a match of the year. It felt or, like two bros just like, hey, it's our final time. Let's go out and let's ball and let's, you know. Right. It, yeah, it feels like, yeah, two, uh, two guys having fun. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. <laughs> Will Ospreay going to it. It's like the CM Punk John Cena match where they went on Raw, where they did the what was it like? Went like thirty minutes. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's like Will going to Okada being like, I want to hit you with a high fly flow, brother. I want <laughs> right. to hit you with a Styles Clash. <laughs> yeah. What else? Um, he hit high fly flow, Styles Clash, and something else. Um. Yeah. I for I forget all of a sudden. What is? Oh, that's gonna irk me. Um, but you keep going while it, was it a this. Kenny Omega move? V trigger. V trigger. That's right. I want to hit you with the V trigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, uh, or I don't know. Maybe maybe he meant for it to be more like a Bamaye, and <laughs> yeah, you have, you have Nakamura flashbacks in Okada's <laughs> mind. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is incredible, yeah. and and you should watch it. Um, the uh, oh, dude, that uh. Powerbomb counter from Okada's mm, dropkick. Smooth, smooth as butter. Just, you know, you cannot ask for two better in-ring technicians. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and in particular, you know, I think uh, for the live crowd there, um, this, is, this is the right choice for, for a main event. Uh, for sure. Too, because, yeah, you get to um, – kind of give give them this there there's an air of finality to it mm-hmm. which might might be earned might not be later on we'll see how i like i don't i don't think this is the last time we're gonna see will osprey no. in new japan for sure no especially with kenny coming back i definitely see yeah um but you know it is it is the last time that he is going to be the guy there yeah um, not just be an outsider right um and it's the capstone for what has, I think, unquestionably been the greatest year of his, his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 
there is kind of a sense of, well, what, what more could you do? Um, and he, I mean, he, on one hand, he's kind of done everything. He's been IWGP champ. Um, but he hasn't had that. He, yeah, he have the run, you yeah. know? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's going to be one of like the great wrestling what ifs, right? Oh, I definitely think, yeah, there's, with him, he does almost, almost everything. Yeah. The only thing Will really didn't do is have that. I mean, he beat um, Okada, but he never beat Okada for the belt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never got that moment. And I don't think in, like, multiple Wrestle Kingdoms against him, he lost. Like, he won. What, what did he win? He won one of the first encounters via B. Priestley, and mm-hmm. I think he won the um, the clean and G1, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think that definitive reign was kind of taken away from him, which it's sad, but that's just what happens when he, you know, what did he tear his shoulder? And then yeah. Shingo won it, um, which sucks. And then he never really cut. Which he should have mm-hmm. reached that mountaintop again, but he never did. And yeah. it's it's really interesting to look back on this run because whenever that Kenny match happened, he was like, you know, if I can't do what I need to do in one year, then I'm done. And look, one year has passed, and right, he's done. He 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 proved it to yep. to him and, and everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, because New Japan is so selective. Mm-hmm. And, and that main event scene is such rarefied air. Yeah. It feels like the most important thing in the world. Um, you know, even, you know, despite, like, the occasional booking mishaps, I think, and, you know, the design changes. <coughs> Evil! <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to say it. Um, <laughs> I will! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um... You know, uh, and and the design changes and all that. Yeah. Um, I still think that the the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship is the most prestigious belt in all of wrestling, um, because they are so selective about it. Mm-hmm. And but also, the kind of uh, edge to that is for if you're a, a gaijin coming in, um, it's so hard. It is. Uh, an even steeper mountain climb. Yeah. Um, and a lot and of even times, if you're a gaijin that's just not even you don't even have to be a gaijin. You just be a guy who's not a New Japan guy. Right. Right. Um, but a lot of the times, if you are that that outside person coming in, um, and even if you have a ton of crowd support, and even if you get the belt, right, you might be the the top gaijin or the top champion there, but you're not the new Japan representative. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Kenny came close with his run. Um, I say he's the only one that's really ever come close. Yeah. And he didn't even get it. Nope. Um, and I don't know, maybe will had that desire. Um, and saw maybe that he that that wasn't in the cards, um, at least for for right now. Um, but uh, I think he he in terms of that what if right, I think that could have been the ceiling for him. There is the representative, right the the ambassador for New Japan 
across the world. For sure. Um, but, man, I couldn't think of a better way to to close out this chapter with with the company than yeah. going out with the man who brought him in. And we For his yeah. singles matches, probably. We still have yeah. the five-on-five five cage match. And it will be interesting. Do you think, I brought it up over an ad break, do you think anybody will turn on Will in this match? I hope not. Um, I think UE's a faction that should just yeah go throughout companies kind of thing. To me, that is not the dynamic that United and Briar have with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they are they're interesting. They're kind of, they're they're a tweener group. Mm-hmm. I think is fair to say. That's um, definitely fair. And but there's a camaraderie there and a a, a sort of tight knit support network there that you don't get in you know it, it like it's closer to to a lij situation where they are equals with a first among equals in will mm-hmm. uh rather than um a, a lackeys lackeys club with yeah. lackeys lackeys and the leader right yeah um so i feel like there's there's too much respect built up to will and from will to the other members for there to be that big turn moment, and I think it would kind of cheapen the the final match there with yep. with all of them together. So, um, with that being said, I think do you want to talk about quick ten minutes of AEW? Uh, yeah, why not? All right, in, we're in for another, a penny and for a pound. We're gonna do a quick PSA break, and we'll be back with our final segment. Welcome back, WABGL. We have a quick little fifteen minute segment here. We're gonna talk about AEW for the week. Rounded out. So we started in WWE. We did the Important part of wrestling between TNA and Battle of the Valley. <laughs> yeah. Pants strong. Now we get to this other tiny little company, AEW. We'll give them like a small 50-minute <laughs> right. smackering. Um, it was Dynamite Homecoming, which was an interesting episode because it moved stories, but it was also like kind of like a tribute mm-hmm. episode to Brody Lee, um, as they always do when they come back to Jacksonville because his finger's just everywhere in that facility. Yeah. Um, so we had two eight special eight-man tag team matches that were probably booked by negative one. Featuring Preston Vance and Anna Jay, yeah. um, with both respective babyface teams getting the victory. Um, Claudio and Hangman, big, big fight feel. Big fight feel. I also, yeah. I don't know if I like. I like the original AEW stage better, and thing. It's still. I think that venue is so cool. It's it's it looks weird for with dailies. LED. Yeah, for dailies it looks weird with all the LEDs. Yeah, but I do think it still looks like dailies, which is just. Especially, like, if you can get there with the sun setting, like, some of those early AW tapings, dude, crazy. The first uh, Double or Nothing, uh, when they had crowds back. Yeah. Uh, was was started, like, early in the day, like, for, like, sunset. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was it was Paige and, and uh, The Machine um, uh, was the first match on that card. And yeah. it just looked beautiful. Yeah. Me, me personally, if AEW ever does, like, go down and rating stuff like that, I wouldn't mind them just running Daily's Place every single week because it just looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, um, like, I would I would rather have a, a cool looking like constant venue than you yeah know, a, a touring around a bunch of generic stadiums or anything. Yeah, like I would rather or at least do like Daily's Places for a couple months of the year and then tour a little bit and then yeah. do Daily's Places. Right. Um, but we also had Samoa Joe saying, "If you want a title shot, bring your resume, bring mm-hmm. thing in the champ will come and then hook." With the the, the hook, hook signal. signal. Yes. 
Hook man. You uh, don't even know me. It's so good. It's so good. Such wrestling a great is, shot. Wrestling of, is such silly nonsense. Yep. And of course, Hangman Swear coming out in that segment too. Hook saying, one week. One week. Mm-hmm. So we're getting that match this week. Hook versus Joe. Sadly, I will be at work, but I will be catching it the next day. Um, and then we also had Ricky Starks and Sammy Guevara. Led to their Rampage match, which was a great plunder match. Yeah. As much as I, you know, I'm not a big fan of Jericho. It had a and it hit a lot of callbacks with like the stuff in the stage and um the a lot of callbacks with the was it the golf cart and yeah crazy Sammy Sammy driving the golf cart Sammy driving the golf cart first yeah. he's like finally finally right. um, and uh, Ricky with a plunger um, yeah yeah and then the fun. stage dive by Guevara was pretty uh, I thought I was gonna crazy. see a man die yeah yeah um I also like how Takeshi and Hobbs come in and it was very interesting with. Hobbs pulling Ricky, knowing their history. And I know they're both heels right now, but, like, the look kind of on Hobbs' face when he did it, like, don't know if really want to be doing this, you right. know. Um, team ha- team uh, Taz reunion? Hey, man. It's not out of the <laughs> let, cards. Let's let Taz choke out Don Callis, and then we just have the Team Taz <laughs> reunion. Bring it back. Um, we also had the Undisputed Kingdom coming out to make a statement um, with, was it Bullet Club Golden? uh and the acclaimed, acclaimed yep, seemingly. Uh, to hopefully, yeah, forming a, a mega faction. Yep. Speaking of the Don Callis family, we had Sting and Darby versus the Don Callis family of Takeshita and um, Hobbs and who? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's another match. Yeah. Match. <laughs> this match is so much fun. I will update the list after I go back and rewatch some of these um, and see where mine list at. But uh, that match was awesome. Um and then old old man Stinger uh, taking twenty foot drops straight down <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> man. Um, but yeah, really really great, pretty really focused dynamite, I would say. Yes. The oh, be- and also the dynamite return of Thunder Rosa in that True, big, uh, in that big eight match. woman match. Yeah, it was, a, it was Willow, Anna J. Willow, Stat, um, Stat Anna, and, and Rosa. Thunder Rosa versus, versus the Spooky uh, Witches and... <laughs> and the, the Outcast. The Outcast, yeah. Um, and then we had Copeland versus Lee Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. My boy, Tiger Style. The, I think he's getting a new shirt, and I might buy that when it comes to the shop at UW. Oh, yeah. he Best best designer in the game. Because he's an actual graphic designer, yeah. so... Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of digging the, the Copeland... Open challenge or whatever Someone, they're calling it. The, I saw this tweet. I think it was Charlie from Wrestle Purist tweeted it and says this: um, the Copen challenge, the, the Cope challenge, the Cope Open challenge should continue through Revolution and the final one be debuting William Osprey. Ooh. So Cope and Osprey. I mean, I feel like that would be a cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeming like Cope, they, they Cope can, and Challenge. They can, they can make it work. Mm-hmm. And then an actual, no reason to be this good um, match of the week. Mogul Embassy versus um, Lance Archer and your favorite tag team, the Righteous. <laughs> Big Man yeah. Dutch was going wild for a second there. Yeah. Um, it, was, I, it was fun. It was fun. It was like, but I was like, I was not expecting like it would be to be as fun as I had it. Right. I might have even more fun when you have just the three most colossal human beings versus Jay White and the Guns next week. Yeah. Hey, I'd like though that um, uh, in the Mogul Embassy, 
Cage is still devoted to looking like a, a Streets of Rage, Rage character. character. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, <laughs> you just see like these two, you know, I, beefed up dudes all tatted uh, up, and then Brian Cage in bright blue. <laughs> I love Brian Cage. Is Brian Cage will get like a new pair of tights like every two months, and he will stick to those tights even when it doesn't matter. Like it'll only be for gimmick matches. Like he faces Sting and like PJ <laughs> yeah. then he's just surfer Sting for two months. <laughs> he faces um the the what is it the pat the pat the way of the dragon path of the dragon match the second one oh the, uh uh like a dragon guy like a dragon gaijin match <laughs> yeah and he is streets of cage for the next two months <laughs> yeah. it is very funny to watch um we also had willie mack versus dustin rhodes packed a lot of punch for a short little match mm-hmm. yeah um, uh and dustin getting into a little thing with christian cage, cage. which i gasped when i saw <laughs> christian enter the frame <laughs> like, no, no 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 did you see the backstage yeah <laughs> where he's like you know he's like this might be a, your dream to hold the yeah this is what i'm talking about yeah, yeah and he's like right. the tnd title and it's like you know i bet it was a dream with your dad was still here. <laughs> oh no <laughs> Uh, it was just – it's the same as when we were in Columbus and we saw Christian come out and look at Nick Wayne. And I <laughs> yeah. said, oh, oh, right. oh. <laughs> Just the, the realization. I wish Cody was still there so we oh. could have this match. Oh, it'd be – it'd be – Cody it'd, crying it'd be for his menace. father. Yeah. And Cage being like, Dusty Rhodes was the worst wrestler. God. Oh, my goodness. Um, And we also had another humper of a match. Hangman Adam Page – Versus J.D. Yeah, Drake. You, you want to talk about matches that did not have to go this hard. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the actual. Oh, dude. Oh, baby. Just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of this, uh, this new mustachioed hangman. Uh, like Magnum, uh, Magnum hangman. Magnum yeah. Um, he, he, he's, he lays, he lays him in a little more now. Um, and, I mean, if you want somebody to lay it in, J.D. Drake's got plenty <laughs> of surface area to do that. So, he is, you know. Get yeah. that get that pro bowler hand going and, uh, you know, got some big chops, big lariats. Yeah, Deanna Peraza made her debut against Red Velvet. Hey, has that always been her finisher? The, like, double arm bar, like, stretched back thing? Yeah. That's – that move looks insane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it always <laughs> has. She used it, I think, whenever she won the ROH track, um, women's title from – you know, she won it from – now Roxanne Perez, Roxy. Oh, Roxanne, yeah. That's yeah, right. and, and like Impact. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. I'm pretty sure that's always been our finisher. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe I just never pay attention I'm to it. I'm pretty sure. I'll have to go back. But, um, it's like some crazy Zack Sabre Jr. thing. It was awesome. Well, she is like the most shooter wrestler of the women's division. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, And then we also had Hook, had an open challenge, which he, of course, won before the Joe match. Mm-hmm. And House of Black and versus FTR and Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, oh. they got some some good chemistry. Uh, yep. FTR and Garcia do. Um, FT Garcia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Was it? Uh, I think I saw like Dax or whatever post some thing with like suggestions for their team name or whatever, and it's like FT Red Death or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but you know, um, I I was a big big fan of the. Um, Last week's main with just uh, Dax and Cash versus, versus uh, yeah. House of Black, um, but I am always down for a House of Black trios match. Mm-hmm. Um, get 
big Brody King and uh, Garcia having that history with the uh, Continental Classic match. Yep. Um, And Buddy Matthews, too, is, like, just phenomenal at, like, this kind of, like, uh, go-between sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, he can – he can be a really efficient, like, powerhouse, like, I'm going to knock you down kind of guy. But also he's believable when he's getting beat up, too, yep. as, like, the the kind of, um, you know, desperate, you know, needs to tag out guy. Um, so he has a great function there. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, as always, Collision really delivers, uh, you know, solid wrestling. Uh, Colliders on a day-to-day rise. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, really solid week for AEW. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, also uh, the homecoming edition of Rampage uh, had a pretty killer Hikaru Shida match. Yeah, that it I was need to watch Queen um, Aminata with Aminata. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I heard they were going like Ishii Shibata over there. So yeah, yeah. Let's just say I will be. I watched some of this. I didn't watch all of each of these shows. I will be back cataloging a lot of these and putting these on my list, and we will we will have to compare by the end of the month. We're gonna we, we should start doing that. Monthly, monthly matches, yeah, yeah. Monthly ends of months. Let's see where we're at. All right. With that being said, we have gone on. <laughs> we have done another big episode. It's, this might be the last time, possibly, <laughs> we ever have yeah. a me and, well, long, but also a me and you episode. We haven't done this since, like, Wrestle Kingdom last year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, which is wild because, again, we only have one more year of Cooper Prater. He's doing his Will Ospreay. Say it now. Hey, man. You have me for one. <laughs> Here, yeah. I can't win the championship <laughs> by that point. Um, but let's go ahead. Even and if I do, I'm leaving with the belt. <laughs> CM Punk style. Which would be fitting, you know. <laughs> right. That's the biggest CM Punk mark <laughs> up there, UGL. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WBGL and Legal 91.1 FM. That has been it for our show. But if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at Logan Hurston. Cooper doesn't have a Twitter. But Cooper, what would you like to say? Stupid old man. I'm a snake. Ah. <laughs> You can fi- listen to this podcast. Any of your podcast player of choice, it should be up in the next couple of days. But we will see you guys next week, 9 p.m., for another hour of reveling. Reveling. <laughs> You're trying to say, like, reveling? Re- Re- riveting. Riveting yeah. wrestling content. Goodbye, and good night. Bang!